podcast talking about nerd things. I am Jedi Knight Robert Foley. And Misa Misa Danny Mullins! Racist Danny Mullins here. Uh, no! No! <laughs> no! No! Start, Jar Jar Binks wasn't racist, he was a racial stereotype. Uh, okay. And, that, that's better. <laughs> so, and and so you doing it is essentially digital blackface? Misa Misa Grandmaster Jar Jar Binks! Here to say, we're the superior race. What race was he? Gungan. Gungan, thank you. Gungan style, that's right. I fucking hate George R. Binks. He was awful. Everything about him. <laughs> Sounds like you hate Psy, too. Yeah, he was annoying. Gungan style sucked. It was catchy. The video was funny, but like... Uh, the the video that he yeah. did with uh, with Snoop Dogg, I, I really liked. Never watched it, man. I had no interest. Really? Well, yeah, you can call it a one-hit wonder when it happens. Eh. That's what he was. I disagree. I liked his next... I liked his next one. After that, I really stopped caring. Yeah, just because you liked it doesn't mean it was a hit, though. He was a one-hit I never wonder. said it was a hit. I said yeah. I liked it. I said he was a one-hit wonder. You're like, nah, not really. <laughs> like, I didn't say he wasn't a one-hit wonder. He was still popular. Yeah, I suppose. And that's uh, what we're talking about this week, right? Gungdom style? Yeah. For an hour and a half, we're going to talk about Gungdom style. Yep. And, I like and everything that sounds like it. Gungums, uh, Gundams. Uh, <laughs> gummy bears, because we ran out of things. Yeah. Um, gummy bear running here and there and everywhere. I never saw a single second of that episode. No? No, but I know the fucking theme song, because of the <laughs> internet, man. You're welcome. I've ate several gummy bears. Uh, you know, uh, I hear that they've eaten themselves. They're so good. Mm-hmm. More of a gummy saver myself. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I mean, I'm not more of a gummy saver myself. I prefer them. Why don't we tell the people at home what we're actually talking about, it's, Danny? It's Star Wars, right? Bum, 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 bum. Wrong again. Fuck no. I'm kidding. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars. All right, like Danny. That. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and start with episode four, A New Hope. Give me a theme song. I just say, I just saying. No, get do the theme song. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the, the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to, to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. Those were the opening crawl. Uh, that's why everybody who saw Star sees Star Wars sees the first time they go and watch. Yeah, very iconic. You know, the space, just the stars, and then big old yellow letters that when you're a kid move too fast for you to keep up with. All of the uh, all of the movies uh, follow a very specific pattern when it comes to um, the way they shoot the opening scenes. It's always the crawl uh, coming down to a spaceship. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they even took it, yeah, even with the new one. You're yeah. right. Never thought of that before. Yeah, all of them follow that pattern. Also, I don't think I read the front crawl until I was 23, probably. I, I used to read it in uh, in James Old Jones' voice. You can do James Old Jones' voice? I can. I'm not gonna. I did Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I, I used to always read it in James Old Jones' voice. Okay. In my head. Mm-hmm. Although I can do it out loud. It, sure you can. I mean, you're not proving it, so I think you're a liar. Um, it's just deepening my voice. Was it like Darth Vader or Mufasa? More Mufasa. Yeah, all right. So you, you'd read it to yourself and then jump off a cliff? Uh, no, more, more, more of a 
Regal, James Earl Jones. Uh, th- think James Earl Jones and Sandlot. The creepy neighbor? The old blind guy. Yeah, but he's the creepy, he's the mean, creepy neighbor at first. I don't find he's a nice blind guy until the end. Well, that's because of racial stereotypes, Danny. Is Once it? again, coming down to ratio stere- racial ratio <laughs> ratio stereotypes. Those damn three fourths <laughs> or two th- two three fifths. So <laughs> five thirds. I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I lo- you know that stereotype about African Americans that they're always blind and love baseball. I uh, guess m- more <laughs> mean black guy that owns a junkyard was the whole racial stereotype in that movie. Oh, really? I never noticed a stereotype. Yeah, I don't think like that, Robert. <laughs> We're all one race. Uh, okay, so before we continue, I saw I started watching this show called Harmon Quest. Uh, never heard of it. Dan Harmon, who creates uh, the show um, Rick and Morty. And he does a couple of other cartoons. He, he started doing this show called Harmon Quest on CISO, uh, which is him playing Dungeons & Dragons with different pe- like different guest stars, mm-hmm. and then he animates it. Oh, that'd be cool. And, and it's really funny, but in, yeah. one, in one episode, uh, he, him and his crew have stowed away on a ship, and one of the guys, like, he goes up to see who's out there, and, he go, and one of the guys goes... Uh, what are they? Like, what race are, are they? And he goes, I don't see in those colors. It, <laughs> it, like, it was so stupid. Even as like a fucking orc, it's actually a different race. Yeah. He, yeah he, he's bad. a half orc looking at humans. He's like, I, I don't look in those colors. <laughs> <laughs> Green, white, what's the difference? Right? Yeah. It, it legitimately made me laugh. It, it was just, what, especially in Dungeons and Dragons, that's one of the stupidest things you Yeah, absolutely. Say. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, I I'd never even seen any Rick and Morty, though. Like, Rick and Morty, I've no? seen the... I think the Comic Con clip you sent me. Oh, which dude. is just an animated court script from an actual court case. Yes, you need to watch that show. Very funny and touches on a lot of uh, sci-fi tropes. I, I I I only have Netflix, Hulu, and like networks like that. I got rid of cable because I thought this way was cheaper. And then I realized I was subscribed to six different things, so it's probably the same price. But it's not on anything that I know of. Okay. So unless Cartoon Network has a uh, streaming service, they might. I don't know. I think they do. Do they really? Yeah. I'm not looking into that. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so, the episode four, A New Hope, uh, which it did not get titled until the eighties. Oh yeah, the New Hope. Yeah, that's right. It was just Star Wars. Yeah, really it correct. was just Star Wars. Um, when wow. was the first time you saw a, you know, a New Hope? Was that the first Star Wars movie you saw? It was. They were all out when we were born. It was. It was the first Star Wars movie that I saw. My dad, um, like I had seen little bits of it here and there and dad saw that i immediately took to the whole lightsaber thing because who doesn't take to the lightsabers lightsabers aren't what sold me i didn't see a lightsaber my first sitting because i well go ahead and finish your story i'll I'll talk but uh i saw a box set a golden box set Mm. of vhs tapes that had darth vader on the front which looks badass then and now i mean when you're a kid he's beautiful and i i didn't know what it was but I, i just wanted it yeah and dad, dad was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And I watched all three of the original trilogy in one sitting. Really? That's how much like I I was immediately bought into it. Okay. I loved the idea. As a kid, I was like seven, maybe eight. Yeah, I was probably about the same age. I was pretty young. And I just bought into it. I was sold. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, we went to my grandparents on my mom's side to celebrate Life Day. Yeah. When you, we'd go there every Christmas day, and it was very boring, lived in the middle of nowhere, but my, I walked in, and my grandpa was watching this movie, where these there are these two guys in, like, white armor with no helmet on, and just, like, saving a princess with a giant dog. And all of a sudden, she kind of takes charge, blasts a hole in the wall, and they jump into a, uh, you know, 
the, the trash compactor. Right. And then you see the alien pop out and stuff, and then he changed the channel. That that one scene stuck with me long enough for me to get home and badger my parents into buying it. it took me until my birthday in March to actually get the trilogy. I sat down, <laughs> watched one a day until I finished it. And then, like, once a week, I'd sit down, like, one day and watch all three in a row, kind of like you did. I still have that VHS set. Yeah, yeah, mine's at my dad's house. Yeah. Because um, he's the only person I know that still has a VCR, so... Yeah, same here. Yeah, he, he'll get more use out of it. I own him on DVD now, I'm fine. And that was before all of the major edits that happened. There are some in it. There were some edits, yeah. but that not nearly as much as there are now. No, cause, yeah. Yeah, he went through and changed more. Like, the whole band scene. Was, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, that song's great, but, like, there's a dance scene that goes with it. Yeah. Now, and that's that's lame. Well, in, in the third one. Is it, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's at Jeff's Palace. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's go a little bit through the story. Sure. So, uh, as the crawl describes, you know, Princess Leia and the, Re- and the Rebels are trying to uh, escape... And you see just this enormous, uh, enormous ship just take over it. Mm-hmm. It actually just flies over it and just like a little compartment opens up. Yeah. And that's big enough to fit this entire ship in. So you see the scale of what they're going against immediately. Yeah. Which is very cool. It, it immediately makes you go, wow, they are fighting a losing battle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you see people on both sides go down in the little hallway and then Darth Vader yeah, you see him very early on. You see, he's the first uh, of the main characters that you see. Yeah, yeah. You see a couple stormtroopers, a couple rebel. Uh, I, I guess, soldiers. I guess you see the droids. Yeah, they kind of shuffle off to the side. Yeah, the droids right. shuffle off, but yeah. uh, of the people that aren't just there for comedic value, <laughs> aren't you? D two carries a purpose. Well, they both carry a purpose. Ah, well, I mean, not really C three PO. Um, no, he translates R two D two. Yeah, that's necessary. <laughs> Do you know that he was originally not supposed to be an uptight British character? Oh, really? Yeah, he was supposed to be more of like a sleazy car salesman style person. What um, what racial stereotype do you think he would be? Because it was George Lucas, he would have been one of them. New York. Oh, okay. New York okay. sleazy car salesman. Hmm. Right. I and, and if you, I got a fucking droid over here. If, if you listen to the lines that he gives when they first uh, arrive on Tatooine. Um, it kind of, you kind of get that feel. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, but George Lucas fell in love with the guy who was inside the suit's voice so much. He's just like, let's let's keep that. I like really? it. Yeah, okay. and that became the voice of C three PO. Nice. Yeah, okay. it, I didn't know that. Originally, he, he he was just a placeholder. They were going to get somebody to voice over. Right. And well, same with Darth Vader. Say, yeah, well, they never told him that. Uh, well, yeah, but have you watched? Watched the test footage? Yes. It was lame. Like, hey, show me where uh, Princess Leia is. This is crazy. It's, uh, but, uh, let's get these stormtroopers in here. It doesn't work because you, I mean, like, you can't think of Darth Vader without that voice. That yes. burly ass voice, man. Yeah. You were about to do James Earl Jones by accident, weren't you? Yeah, I saw you sit back and, like, and then you stopped. Yeah, maybe. Shut Listen, up. I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, but yeah, you watched the test footage. Like, you're hey. a rebel leader and a spy. Yeah, but instead it's like, hey, you're a rebel leader and a spy. Like, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, you are totally intimidating. Don't mind Chuck Vader, you pussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that you that he doesn't force choke. 
he straight up just chokes a bitch with his oh, and the person, Yeah, he lifts him off the ground by his yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's when you first see his powers, that he's just strong as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, before you know what a uh, lightsaber is, before you know he's yeah. a badass, before you know he can control shit with his mind, you yeah. just know that he can pick a guy up by his throat and kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And he throws him against the far wall. Like, yeah, he, he exudes power. Yes. Before you realize that he's got more than just that. Yeah, and he has the um, universal sign for badass. Uh, cape? cape? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> you wear a cape, you're a badass. I'm, that's just science. Yeah. Unless you're the tick, then you don't have to. So Princess Leia gives R2-D2 uh, the plans as well as a message for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yes. Yes. Uh, and the two droids, uh, although one very reluctantly, climb into an escape pod, and the Empire decides not to shoot it because they're trying to save on, you know, lasers. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, stormtroopers have notoriously bad aim, Robert. Well, that, no, they just decide not to shoot at it. Period. There's no life signs aboard. Don't don't bother. Oh yeah. It's literally what is said. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, which is funny because all of the, everything that happens after that could have been avoided in one second. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you pull one trigger, your problems are over. Rebellion dies because you yeah. have Princess Leia. Now, at that point, we see. Who becomes the hero of the story? Luke. Yeah, oh, I was going to say Chewbacca. Oh, uh, no. He doesn't come in for a little while. I know, I've seen that movie. Just... Uh, dr- drinking good old blue milk Ugh. on his uncle's moisture farm. Because it's a desert planet. Yeah, but moisture farm sounds disgusting. Well, it makes... Sounds like what a really old woman calls her vagina. Sounds like what a young whore calls her vagina. Hey, baby, you want to vo- visit my moisture farm? I guess farm? it would farm moisture, yeah. I guess an old lady's vagina would be a sand farm. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, it harvests those sandworms from fucking Beetlejuice. Shut the fuck up, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dune. (laughs) I've never seen Dune. No? No. And now I'm never going to. (laughs) So thanks for that. You just saved me at least two hours. Oh, it's longer than that. Is it? Yeah. Even better. The more time I save, the better I feel about myself. But uh, Luke and his uncle decide to go uh, get a couple droids. Oh, yeah. Um, and originally they do not pick R2. No, no. Um, it was the, God, I used to know his name. Cause they, they sold an action figure of him. So he had a name. Right, the right. busted droid. Uh, I can't oh, remember e- every person that's ever shown up on that has their own name. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly for selling action figures. Yes. People will buy anything. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I used to know his name. That's sucks. Hmm. Um, but you know, one of the droids, R2, runs away after a while. Um, as, as soon as his inhibitor is taken off because he tells Luke that it's messing with his programming. And so Luke, being the naive kid that he is, takes off his inhibitor, allowing him to run away. Right. And he goes to try to find uh, C-3PO, or not C-3PO, no, Obi-Wan. Old, yeah, old Ben. Who you find out is old Ben Kenobi. I wonder if that person whose name sounds like exactly like Obi-Wan, old Ben Kenobi. I wonder if that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nah. No, stop be, that shit. That'd be that'd dumb. Be, you're dumb. Yeah. Don't be dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Stop being dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, goes in. That's when you first see the lightsaber. That's when you first find out about the force. It penetrates us. It's all around us. It, and you find out Luke Skywalker's father was a Jedi. That's all you find not out. Not just a Jedi, but fought in the Clone Wars. That's right. Yeah. And Obi-Wan at this point says that he met his father during the Clone Wars. Right, which turns out to be kind of a lie. Uh, lots, of, lots of lies in there. Obi-Wan Kenobi, kind of a dick. 
Yeah, but they hadn't planned out the the prequels at that point. They didn't afterwards either, Robert. No, they didn't. Have you seen that shit? Yes, I have. You know what makes the Clone Wars great? Pod racing. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to those in a later episode. Sorry. Misa, Misa, love pod racing. We'll get to those in a later episode. Yeah, I guess. Because we're not even going to cover the prequels in this episode. I just, uh, I'm still hoping that they're kind of like a bad nightmare I'm going to wake up from. Uh, well, there's hope on the horizon for that, but I'll get to that later. But I'm curious now. Too bad. Next episode that we cover this after our top five. We only record every two weeks. That'll be four weeks. That's a month away. I we'll know. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, at this point, they find the Jawas uh, land tracker that they had bought the droids from, and they see that it's been all shot up. Right. And at first they're like sand people, which is severely racist. <laughs> <laughs> they had other names too, though, didn't they? Uh, they have an actual yeah. race name. But they just call them sand people. But everybody on the planet calls them sand people. And they're all like space Jesus, because when you saw two one foot print, no, two feet, two, two feet prints of sand... Well, they, the they they would always line up. Then you were then he was following you, but when there's one footprint in the sand, a sand person came and stole your shit. Well, they, like they would hide their numbers <laughs> by walking in a line. Yeah, I know, but there's that Jesus poem. I'm aware. That's when I carried you. That's what I was trying to do. And you're just like, oh no, it's like the. Yeah, I know what it's like, Robert. I've seen the damn movies. Jesus is not sand people. Hey, hey. to the desert. <laughs> huh? <laughs> we'll come up with fan fiction after this. Yeah, uh, Jesus with a lightsaber would sell millions of copies, dude. But uh. So they, they, you want to tell people what you're drinking? I'm drinking Ecto Cooler. I see Ecto Cooler. Oh, yeah. It's so good, right? It actually is. Yeah. In um, a juice box it makes it even better because I've seen it in cans. I'm like, no, no, yeah. You go juice box. Well, of course. Because then you only get three drinks that way. I've gotten more than three. Yeah, you're taking a little baby sip. Savor it, though. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's Ecto Cooler, man. You don't just gulp that shit. My wife bought me uh, four packs uh, so there's been 40 ecto-coolers in this house for the last week and a half. There's maybe 12 left. <laughs> Shit's good, man. Very. Um, but, you know, they say, oh, this... Uh, Luke immediately goes, oh, this was the sand people. Sand people attacked right. them. And Obi-Wan says something very telling, actually. He says, the shots here are too precise. Right. They're, they're military. This can only be done by stormtroopers. Yeah, makes sense. Which um, makes Luke realize that if they found where the droids got to, then they found where they went. Right, plus, you got to think, at that time, the sand people were busy causing 9-11. God damn it, Danny! <laughs> God damn it, Danny! No! No racism! That's not racism! That's straight up fucking oh, racism! That sling for, oh, God. Yeah, oh, my God, out. dude! I, think, I did not think of that that way. I just meant because they were off doing something worse. Oh, uh, my <laughs> God, Danny! Uh, Danny, would you like to make an official apology? Nah. Is that a yeah or nah? Nah. I'm in this deep. Fuck it. I didn't mean it like that. There's no other way to take it, is there? No. Mm. All right. Fuck. I was right when I said in racist Danny Mullins in the beginning. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I went downhill quick. Send your complaints to the Grandmaster Mullins at... At gmail.com, yes. Yeah. That's probably a real uh, email address to get them from They'll be just like, why are you fucking, why are you talking shit about sand people from Star Wars? And the guys will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just don't like any race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless they're, you know, white. That's what he'd say. I'm not saying that. Uh, I like all people. They're all great. Would you like to continue with that? 
uh, ISIS is bad. <laughs> right? I don't I don't watch the news. I don't know anymore, man. God damn it. I'm so out of touch. God damn it, dude. Just... <laughs> oh my god. Continuing with Star Wars. Dear God, please. Yes. Do that. Luke realizes that uh, they probably went to his house where he finds the still burning corpses of his aunt and uncle. And they actually show like a burning body, which is kind of like shocking when you're Yeah, they show, they show two, two bodies that are burnt up. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, which are obviously either his aunt or his uncle or both. I'm assuming both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Unless in episode eight we find out they're still alive. Yeah, it's all you can always find out. Yeah, because there's only shit. one uh, set of footprints leaving the murder scene. <laughs> um, but you know, in the beginning we find out that Luke was wanting to go off anyway, and his uncle was keeping him from that. Well, now he realizes that there's nothing holding him back. Right. And he's seen the message from Leia to Obi Wan. Would that be your first thing? Like, oh, my, the entire family I know is dead. Adventure. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I nothing else to do on that planet. Yeah, I don't really it, want to farm moisture anymore. Desert Small. planet, life amongst the stars. Desert planet. A desert planet with two moons where he, two would, suns. Where he would destroy womp rats. So, think about that it. Zero womp rats in his speeder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's not sociopathic. <laughs> no, there was nothing else. It's like, uh, it's like Texas. You know, you know what I do this when there's nothing else Texas. to do? I masturbate. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but doing that there would have been worse, actually. Like, well, All they're the dead. Nobody All can see sand. me. Nobody can see me. I'm just jerking it everywhere. All the sand. Meanwhile, he looks over and Obi-Wan's just standing right there like, this isn't cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way of the force, Luke. Don't don't make eye contact with me while you're touching yourself, Luke. Join me and I'll teach you the ways of the force. Can I force choke myself? I guess. <laughs> Great. David Carity as a Jedi. <laughs> and I'm the offensive one? Oh, he was Kung Fu, dude. Back off. Right? So they go. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. Uh, all right. So they go to the biggest hive of scum and villainy. Mm. Uh, Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley. First time you see the uh, Jedi mind trick is when they pull up. Yep, they you see the Jedi mind trick for the first time, and you see uh, Obi Wan use his lightsaber for the first time. Well, I'm just talking, like on entrance, you get uh, the the mind trick for the first time, and you get one of the most iconic lines. Yeah. In movie history. Yes. These are not the droids you're looking for. These are not the droids we're looking for. With a hand wave, and the way he says it, move it went, along. <laughs> move along. <laughs> These are not the droids we're looking for. Move along. Move along. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it's the same cl- uh, sound clip just repeated. Move along. Move along. Oh, really? It's the exact same sound clip. Huh. Alright. Um, so, uh, that's where, when the VHS that we get, that's the first time they threw some stuff in. You just see more creatures. Moving. Right. Because they can make them more animated, you know, do more actions, but it added nothing. Yeah. Which, uh, that and they, um, they did clean up. If you watch the original copies, they, uh, the land speeder, they just took, like, uh, foundation makeup and put it on the lens where the wheels were. So they could actually go through and digitally clean that up. Yeah. So I, I got the original copies on DVD. Really? But yeah, they came in the the collector set comes with the remastered and the original. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah. We um, need to get drunk and watch the original sometime. I'm totally down. Uh, and the best thing about both is when the stu- stormtrooper cracks his head on the Death Star. Yeah. It's in both, man. Nice. We're gonna see it twice. Um. 
that's actually in, I think, every movie, somebody cracks their head on... Because I think that the first couple times, it was an accent, and then they're like, oh no, this is a trope now. Yeah, Somebody's the, the, too tall for a door. The first time, like uh, people were petitioning to make sure that George Lucas didn't remove that, because it was like, crack. Ah, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Therefore, what my VHS was stopped at that point, so I just put it in and watched that part, just see him crack his head in that, rewind it, <laughs> watch it like five times, and just that was my Saturday. Um, so, uh, this is where they meet Han Solo, and... They, and he shot first! He did! He did shoot first. Yeah, he did. There's no question. Well, now there is, because they changed it? No. But originally... No, see, here's the thing. Oh, no. The ori- You're doing the Mr. Burns with your hands. No, my fingers aren't touching. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but you're licking your lips and shit. That's I because I, I have a sore right here. Yeah, let's tell everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it bothers me. It's great. Yeah, but you're just... All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, so here's the thing about that. The new ones uh, are are rebel propaganda. You can't have your hero <laughs> oh, of, the, of the rebellion be just this bad guy that shoots and kills callously. No. Uh, you, you have to make it to where he, he shot in self-defense. The old ones? No, that's the real shit. But he wasn't that's a rebel the, at the time. I, but he became. He's, that's after the rebels got a hold of the footage. He they became, edited it. He became a rebel <laughs> for one reason, and that one reason was vagina. <laughs> we all know it. So he could bang Luke's sister. That's it. He didn't know that at the time, and he he was a, he got his money. You can leave now, and he does. And apparently Chewbacca was like, I can't do Chewbacca. No, you can't. <laughs> you just yell at my shelf. While wiggling your tongue back and forth, you're creeping me out this episode, Robert. Ah. Yeah, anyways, yeah, the canteen. That, like you said earlier, that is the first time you see a lightsaber used and kind of see its power because it just grazes this guy's arm, fucking chops it off. Yeah. Just blood and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. Which everybody gets a little up in arms because it's supposed to carterize it so hot, but he cuts off an alien's arm. There's nothing saying that that alien's physiology can even be carterized. Plus, it's a very old movie, and that stuff wasn't really established yet. Yeah. Oh, that stuff wasn't established till the prequels. No, it wasn't established until uh, the very next movie. No, do they do it? When mind? Luke's hand gets cut off, it doesn't bleed. Oh, they do bleed. cut. Yeah, that's true. All right, good point. Never mind. That's better because uh, Empire's kind of better than the trilogy, the uh, prequels. I think. The uh, just, I know it's controversial, but I'm going to say right now, the Empire Strikes Back is a little bit better. I'm going to say prequels. that it's the best of all of the movies so far. Uh, although, oh. although Force Awakens is very close. No, uh, I don't know if I can pick a favorite from the original trilogy. Like, I love them all so much. Empire is my favorite. Really? Because yeah. I, I, lo- I love a happy ending. That's why I can't, it can't be my favorite. That's why you can't go to massage parlors anymore. Right, yeah, because I'm just like, touch it! <laughs> touch it till it shoots at you! <laughs> Make it do the happy spit. Oh, dude! <laughs> is this what happens when we only record every two weeks you get creepy on me? What happened, man? Hey, you get racist. No, I didn't. You totally did. That was an accident. <laughs> it's always on accident. <laughs> Danny Mullins, the accidental racist. That could be a sitcom. Danny yeah. Mullins, the accidental racist. What's he gonna say today? Hey, I like your knickers. Whoa! What'd you say? No, no, it means pants. <laughs> Sounded like a G to me, you fuck. <laughs> And then, like, that's the first five minutes of the episode. The last 25 minutes of the episode is just, just me getting get the shit kicked beat. out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that show. 
at the end, I'm like, I deserved it. And I wink at the camera. <laughs> you wink and smile, but one of your teeth are missing. The one tooth. No, there's, there's only one tooth left, and it's the one that sparkles. The rest yeah. is just like gums. <laughs> no, every episode, a different tooth is lost until you're down to just the one. That's the season finale. And then the next season starts with you going to the dentist. Getting dentures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because then I just lose them all again. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That, that's that's how you can tell what episode you're in. It has 28 episodes per season. Boom, you're good. I just went way too much into no, that's detail. Fine. About like it. episode two, I'm like, hey, did you see that raccoon? But they don't see that raccoon. And they're like, what'd you call me? And I'm like, oh god, no, no, there was a literal <laughs> raccoon. I don't even pap pap pap. I don't even understand the slur in the first place. Stop shooting at me. Like I see really calm. <laughs> and then they just beat the fuck out of me anyways. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like a presidential uh, candidate. We're going to build a wall around that raccoon. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Calm down there, Trump. <laughs> Team Trump. Wow. I got that from another podcast. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> continuing with Star Wars. Oh, man, I'm never going to be able to run for president. Well, no, I will be able to if Trump wins. <laughs> yeah. They'll be used to racism by then. Yeah. And everything will work out great. We're all fucked, Robert. Yeah. We're oh, all no. fucked. That, that's been well established. Okay, good. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, I, I, I believe, uh, let's see, you mentioned Santa. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, my memories only work on your racist comments. So, <laughs> just to say a slur real quick and that'll, that'll jog my memory. Yeah. Sadly, that'd probably work. I'm like, oh, well, and then I say something horrible. Cracker? Whoa! Whoa! Oh, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> Stormtroopers. Make a Mexican slur and Kelly pops up. Like, hey, don't say that. <laughs> No, it's okay. I, I know. I don't want Kelly uh, from from Hold My Beer. Yeah, he's he's a legitimate Mexican. Yeah. Yes. Continuing with Star Wars for the love of Christ. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> so they decide. Should we go ahead and apologize for the last half an hour? Oh, please. We're sorry. We what's this? We shit. You got to turn in your pocket. I've not said anything. Robert, sorry. <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> You're probably regretting this entire thing. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they go to the Millennium Falcon. They go to the Millennium Falcon. Uh, they're being chased by stormtroopers. Uh, Han, during the escape, says, "Don't worry, I know some moves." And drifts lazily to the left. <laughs> it's a move. <laughs> uh, they they jump toward Alderaan because they're trying to get the Death Star plans to Princess Leia's father, not knowing that uh, Princess Leia's father already has Princess Leia. Big twist. What? Princess Leia's father's Darth Vader, man. Oh, no. I, I don't was, mean to blow your mind. Spoilers, I'm sorry. I was talking about uh, the Organo father. Yeah, I know. I was just messing with you. Um, but Alderaan's been destroyed because Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tarkin decide to use, show the power of the Death Star mm -hmm. uh, by blowing up her home planet because she won't tell them where the rebel base is. Right. Um, even though she tells them a location, they know it's fake. They blow it up. Interesting factoid. The guy that was Grand Moff Tarkin, mm -hmm. he hated his uniform because it made his feet so uncomfortable. When he blew, when they blew up the Death Star, he was wearing fuzzy slippers. <laughs> that was casual Tuesday, man. <laughs> that's that's why, fine. That's why you never see his feet in those scenes. Well, that was uh, Christopher Lee, right? Was uh, that his character? No. No? I don't I think... I may be getting my actors mixed up, but I don't think so. Dracula? No. No? Are you sure? Pretty sure. 
No, I know he's in the movie. I he, he's I, the one that gets uh, choked, right? No, Grand Moff Tarkin is the one that uh, he he's the badass that s- stays on the Death Star until it blows up. Yeah, it's Christopher Lee Frazier. Pretty sure you're wrong. He never gets choked. All right, well, keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay, um, so they're going through all this rubble, uh, through space, and they realize that Alderaan's gone. Uh, Luke has started his training. Obi Wan suddenly strokes out and says, "There's been a great disturbance in the Force." This is stroke As, out. It kind of strokes out. Jeez. As if a thousand lives suddenly cried out in agony and then was suddenly silenced. He delivers a fantastic line. Line. You're like, oh, he stroked out. Well, it's because of the way that he dropped. I stroked out earlier today in my bathroom, and I didn't say anything nearly that cool. Okay. I just went, Wee! I was trying to give a verbal visual cue of what he does because he suddenly is in some kind of pain, drops down, clutching the left side of his head. That's a stroke, sir. Well, that is how I stroke out, actually, yeah. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I said he stroked out. He didn't actually. He was feeling the force of a thousand plus people dying, which him only saying a thousand is kind of weak. Thousand people live on, on, that on planet. one planet. Yeah. yeah. What? I mean, maybe it's only inhabited by the base. Uh, I no. Because it it was the planet of a of a people. That's where she was princess of. So there was a, a kingdom of of the planet. That's pretty easy to rule over one thousand people. Yes, but I'm pretty sure the population. was Peter more. Cushing, played Grand. There we go. Sorry. There we go. He was another very you know respected actor. Really. But uh, this is when they're like, there's a moon right there uh, that we're being pulled toward. That's no moon. That's no moon. It's the Death Star. They get pulled on board. Obi-Wan says, I'll go take care of the uh, the tractor beam. Uh, Be ready to go. This is where they rescue Princess Leia. They find out that Princess Leia is on board. You get the great ah, escape Ah, shit. Christopher, Christopher Lee played Dooku in a prequel. That's what I thought. Yeah, all right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to keep bringing us prequels. Jesus Christ, Dan. Yeah. You're just being all kinds of offensive He today. was dragging <laughs> That's the most offensive thing you've said. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> please? Please? <laughs> right? Is this episode just going to be a new hope because it's taking us a while to get through it? That's because I keep getting interrupted. We're going to have to make this a trilogy of podcasts. Um, so they go to rescue Princess Leia. Uh, big rescue scene. And, and we can kind of yada yada through what happens afterward when it comes to them meeting up with the rebels. Yeah, it's kind of rushed after that point, really. Yeah. Uh, you know... Han's like, I want my money because I I did the job. Yeah, I'm, he he's very much. I'm taking my money and I'm leaving. Did you talk about Obi Wan dying yet? No, I hadn't gotten. Oh, Spoiler. Sorry, I was looking stuff up. I had to stop it, it, listening. It, go for ahead, a go ahead and take over for a second. Well, I don't know where you left off, man. Uh, the rescue. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's where you get the uh, the scene that brought me into Star Wars. You know, like they get Leia, uh, Han and Luke. Just Aren't you a... short to be a stormtrooper? Well, stay here and write, stuck up bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite scene from the Family Guy ones. Is when he oh, goes, yeah, he goes yeah, in. Yeah. Aren't you fat to be a stormtrooper? Well, you can stay here and write, you stuck up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, Han and Luke dress up as scout, uh, um, stormtroopers. Really cool. I had those action figures when I was a kid. The helmets yeah. would pop up, so you could actually see who was underneath them. And they find her, and that's where you get the whole scene I was talking about earlier. Han has and, an amazing uh, scene where he's trying to play it off. Like he's actually a stormtrooper, right. which 
interestingly enough, in the original canon of the books, he was an Imperial officer. Really? Yeah. He was an Imperial officer that was ordered to kill a bunch of Wookiees. He refuses and lets a lot of them free, which is why uh, Chewie has his life debt. Really? Towards him, yeah. I don't know that. It hasn't really established in the new canon why he has life debt. Huh. Uh, well, there's a new book specifically called Life Debt. But we'll probably talk about that. Huh? Yes. Yeah. I have not had a chance to read it. What's out now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about the escape. But before you do that, uh, what I was going to say... It didn't matter, though. <laughs> uh, to me, it's very funny because this the escape, very much to me as an adult, plays kind of like a D&D game. How so? He tries bluffing, he fails his bluff check, <laughs> and he ends up going... All right, well, fuck this. And shooting the, the telecom is like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, that's we're going to be overrun here in a minute. Yeah. We should probably go. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very well done, and there's a lot of comedy elements to it. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, the entire escape from, from the moment that they decide to, that they're going to save Leia to the moment they are back on the Millennium Falcon and trying to escape feels like a big D&D game. The party is split. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, Obi Wan being an NPC, but part of the party. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe Ralph didn't make it this week, so the DM had to take over for him, and that's why he died. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, at that point, like they make it to the Millennium Falcon, they're about to escape because uh, once again, stormtroopers don't know how to aim. Ah, uh, that's up for debate. Because as they're leaving. There is very specific dialogue between Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tarkin, saying, "Is the tracker in place?" Yes, we made oh, sure. So they let him escape to get back to the base. That makes sense. They purposely miss all of their shots. All right, that one time, yes. That yeah. The rest of the times. Uh, the rest of the times, they they actually kill quite a bit. Eh, nobody important. They do shoot both Han and Leia. Not very well. It's not kill shots, but they do kill them. What? Or the, not kill shots? <laughs> not kill shots, but they do hit them. But, Sorry. Um, as they're making it to the Millennium Falcon, you see Obi Wan and Darth Vader face off for the first time, and that's the first time you see Darth Vader with his lightsaber. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. So the you're like, oh shit, he's lightsaber. He's one of those, like like a Jedi. Well, they uh, mentioned that he's a space wizard a couple times. A space wizard. Th- that's literally what they say. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they call it magic. So they don't. They're not calling it the Force. Right. The Empire doesn't call it the Force. Right. They call it magic, space magic, and space wizards. Because they, they, I don't think that they want to acknowledge Jedi. That's kind of derogatory towards the Jedi, you know? Maybe yeah. It's kind of like their Especially way Especially of... seeing as how Jedi, being a Jedi is completely illegal at this point. Hmm. And I've learned something today about derogatory terms. You don't say it. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, like, it's not a very long showdown. It's more dialogue than anything. And... Well, I think that it's more... Ceremonial, right? Like no. Obi Wan's kind of on his way out. He knows he is. He knows that he cannot stand up to the power that Vader has. Right, not even close. He, yeah. He's aged. His time in the living force is almost up, yeah. and so it's time for him to move on to the next, the the whatever comes next in a Jedi's life. Which uh, and he, he says a very cool quote that is absolutely not true. If you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you could possibly imagine. He's dead. He is dead. He becomes a force ghost, but... And he ends up training the most powerful Jedi 
that has ever been. He does become more powerful, but in a, in a way that Vader cannot understand. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Ah, oh, God. Yeah, until he comes back as Ghost Anakin from the fucking fruit pools. Yeah. But, so, they escape. Right. Yada, yada, yada through the next stuff with the Rebels. It's a trap! Uh, no, that way, you skipped like a whole movie and a half. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> it is a trap. <laughs> uh, it is a trap. The, because as I already mentioned, the Empire has stuck a tracker on the Millennium Falcon. And Leia even says that was too easy. They right. probably put a tracker on here. Not on this bird. Because <laughs> Han is like phenomenally cocky. Oh, very much so. <laughs> so it makes him so damn lovable. Yeah. That is good looks. And yeah. his space vest. Yeah. And in newer ones, his mumbles. Come on, how force works. <laughs> it's true. It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> oh, fuck, that door broke my leg! <laughs> it was a ramp. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, that one of the doors fell closed on his leg. Oh. Yeah, I that's, that's I, what I heard. I thought it was on the ramp that it happened. Yeah, anyway. It might have happened on a ramp. Uh, the ramp that ramp. is the door for the Millennium Falcon. That's how it broke. Oh, yeah, we're both right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so... Han decides that he's out. Luke decides that he's going to stay and join the uh, X-Wing, the red squadron of the X-Wing fighters that are going to make an assault on the Death Star. He's mm-hmm. seen the power of the Empire. His mentor's gone. He he has a lot of hate in his heart right now. And he's going to strike out against the Empire. Mm-hmm. And you get an amazing space battle. And you see oh, yeah. the fattest rebel there is. Who they call Porkins. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Porkins. Just because his name is fucking Porkins. Yeah. Let me say it again. A fat rebel named Porkins. No, I got it. He sounds <laughs> delicious. Um, he could barely reach the controls. He, he barely, dies. He could barely fit in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah he dies. Oh yeah. He <laughs> dies. Uh, yeah, then you have the I can't shake him guy, who everybody knows that guy. Yeah. Good old what's his face. And, uh, yeah, no, very, very good. And, of course, at the last moment, you see the Millennium Falcon taking somebody, taking a TIE fighter off the back. Looks <laughs> X-Wing, yeah. And uh, then you get the trench run, which is fantastic. That's where you see Big Daddy Darth in, uh, in his own personal TIE fighter. Yeah, the one with the curved uh, mm-hmm. curved wings. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it was a really good idea to give him a personalized one. It makes him easier to spot in the battle. Yep. And, like, oh, hey, this guy is that high rank. Like, oh, I get my own special one. Right. Yeah. So, um, very good idea. I, I, I love the trench run of the oh, yeah. Death Star. Um, and just that entire sequence was so well done and that it left people just wanting more. The only thing that's a little weak about it is Darth Vader's TIE fight gets shot and he just spins into space. Yeah. That's it. Well, he doesn't ever hit anything. Why not? And it's not something that would explode. He loses a wing. I'm just saying. In space, if you don't hit anything, you're just going to spin out forever. Maybe you can show him later. Uh, something. I don't know. You you know that there was eventually a call to Palpatine going, Hey, could someone come pick me up? I'm still spinning. I vomited like five times. <laughs> I called AAA. They will come out this far. Uh, yeah. It, smell, it smells like vomit and bacon in here. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They kind of touched on that on the robot chicken one. What? There's a robot chicken skit where he's like, "Oh, you need oh to yeah, get me. I completely forgot about What's that." He says like, "My feet smell like or it smells like a 
rubbery bacon wrapped in dirty feet or something like that. <laughs> That's right. Rubbery, yeah, rubbery burnt bacon wrapped around uh, stinky feet. Uh, so before, uh, the movie ends with a big ceremony, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because the Empire knows that they're there. Right. So they have to do this ceremony and then immediately clear out. Well, I mean, well, at that point, the um, they're actually kind of shaken. The Empire is for the first time. They are, but they're the rebels know that they their time on their base that they have right now is very limited. They have to get out, and so they do the ceremony, and we get the credits. But it is established canon that as soon as that ceremony was over, they cleared the base. Hmm. You know, earlier when we heard, a, I'm sure I picked it up with the mic. But there's a dog barking in the background. I think it's because Kelly's outside. Seriously, you, you talk about one Mexican and he shows up. Should we invite him in? That's up to you, man. I have no problem with it. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, Joining us for the first time, visiting from the Hold My Beer crew, uh, Kelly, say hi. Hello. Uh, Hold my beer. Hold my beer. No. Hold my beer. No. Hold my beer. No. (laughs) We'll be recording on a different night. (laughs) Tomorrow, because it's the last day of the week. Yeah. (laughs) We really like pushing it to the very end, you know? Yeah. Um, now I found out while talking to, uh, Kelly outside that he doesn't know much about Star Wars. Uh, He's seen them all. I, I wouldn't say I don't, okay, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I'm just not at your level. What's our level? Collectively, I don't know. Nerd? nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I I like casual nerd. I'll take it. On, on Star Wars. You know, super nerd is just Star Trek or something else. I'm on it. I, I couldn't do a Star Trek episode. I don't know anything about it. Well... Uh, Kelly, you joined us uh, just as we were about to get into a little bit of the casting decisions for uh, for Star Wars: A New Hope. We were uh, yes, that's where, where we were going before going into uh, the second movie. I feel like you could have told me that before we hit like record again. Could have. Didn't think a, about it. This is surprising to both of us. Opened oh, up my notes yeah. and went, "Oh yeah, that's where this is going." Uh, Lucas actually favored casting young actors who lacked long experience. Um, when he was casting Luke, he actually sought out actors who could project the intelligence and integrity. That's what he was looking for the most. Um, so do you think the like childish nature of uh, Mark Hamill in that movie is just kind of by accident? Because he kind of seems like the lost kid. Oh, well, I think that that's more of the him wanting a young, un unnoticed person. Maybe. You're, you're going to get that. He's um, press face. Yeah. yeah. A, a couple of the people that were looked at was uh, William Cat. Oh, here, let, let me read what I have. Uh, while reading for his character, Hamill found the dialogue to be extremely odd because of its universe-embedded concepts. He chose to simply read it sincerely and he was selected instead of William Cat, who was subsequently cast in Brian De Palma, uh, in the Brian De Palma directed Carrie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So William Cat was going to be Luke Skywalker, and at the same time, the Carrie stuff was going on. They went with. It was a win-win because I mean, Carrie yeah. went over pretty big too. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were both very g- big. I've movies. never watched it because I was. I have. I was a huge wuss when I was a kid and could not watch horror movies. Oh, I, I love horror movies. Uh, no, I do not too. I have a whole show. True horror, but, not uh, not gore. Right. Yeah, uh, like I, hostile movies. And stuff. Yeah. Kelly, what do you think about horror movies? Oh, uh, I think that you know, 
kind of like Taco Bell and authentic Mexican food. <laughs> Going back to a you conversation know, they, we had they, when we weren't recording. <laughs> they both had their place, you know, horror and gore. Yeah, once, one is place. cheap and filling, but the other actually tastes great and means something and isn't quite as unhealthy. That is, that is <laughs> yeah. quite the way to put it, sir. Yeah. yeah. We actually came to something that meant something, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, right now, though. <laughs> continuing... <laughs> Lucas initially rejected Ford for the role of uh, Han Solo. Well, that's because he's dumb. Well, he he only wanted new faces. Yeah, and Harrison Ford was established at the time. Well, he he was established through another Lucas film, American Graffiti. Right. Uh, Where, with that, it's kind of interesting because he was a light guy for American Graffiti. Yeah, that's the one where he wore the hat and had the whip, right? No. And he went through the jungle... God damn it, Danny. <laughs> no, that was an American Graffiti. No, okay, sorry. I, I think you're talking about Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, that's right! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that they went for the gender swap there. Yeah, I mean... But hey. Hey, he it, went through the operation and everything. And once he goes that far, you have to kind of give him the role. He's got to That's right. Uh, it's kind of like the Robert Downing Jr. character in... Uh, yes? Tropic Thunder. Oh, kind of, yeah! <laughs> I thought you were going to say Iron Man. I was like, nope. <laughs> Anyway, there wasn't a gender swap there. He just stopped being a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucas was not going to cast Ford at all in in the movie. Uh, in, but he what he did ask the actor to assist in auditions by reading lines for the other actors because he knew he could read uh, lines very well. And so he was like, "Here, I just I, I just want the other actors to play off you. I'll give you a quick paycheck at the end. Can you help me out?" And he was like, "Yeah, not a problem. You know, you gave me a career." And while reading uh, the lines, he, he, like, Lucas was like, you know what, I, I can't find anybody better. But here were a couple of people that were, could have been Han Solo. Are you please, ready for please this? Please tell me one of them is Tim Allen. Kurt Tim Russell. Allen. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Okay. Nick Nolte. Uh, well, he used to be respected. Sylvester Stallone. That would have been amazing. Oh, no. Yule. Bill Murray. Oh, hell yeah. I'm down with that, too. Christopher Walken. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yes! Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yes! Al Pacino. Yes! Steve Martin. Yes! Chevy Chase. Fuck yes! Billy D. Williams. Oh, especially yes. <laughs> he later played Lando, Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. And just sold the shit out of uh, Molt 45? Colt 45, sorry. Or Perry King. I don't know who that is. He actually played the Han Solo in the radio plays. So, uh, what you're saying is Harrison Ford was the poorest choice. We we got the worst <laughs> possible Han Solo. I disagree. Dude, no, Burt Reynolds up there. like <laughs> No, because he would have Burt Reynolds it up. He would have Burt Reynolds it up. Exactly. No, that, that doesn't play well. Christopher Walken. I'm uh, telling uh, you. Don't you feel, <laughs> now that you've mentioned that, though. This metal bird <laughs> can get up to, like, 45 parsecs or whatever. No, that's that's it, back to the future, but yeah. But but don't you don't you feel like after you hear that little nugget of information that Harrison Ford was not himself trying to Burt Reynolds it up? No. Oh yes. Not that's at all. Suave, maybe. That suave, maybe. That swag. No, that that was young Harrison. I you're think you're that because he wasn't Harrison hairy Ford. enough. Burt Reynolds could have played Han Solo and Chewbacca because he was so damn hairy. It <laughs> would have been amazing, dude. That's true. Kurt Russell, that's great. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I'm just saying. <laughs> Say hello to my little blaster. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the Millennium Falcon just bears his face in a mound of cocaine. 
This ship cannot go light speed, but I'm about to. And it buries his face in it. That'd be great. Tur- yeah. Turns around, motorboats Leia. Let's do this shit. <laughs> A better film. <laughs> Many young actresses in Hollywood actually auditioned for uh, the role of Princess Leia. Oh, are these as good? Was Al Pacino one of those as well? <laughs> no. Amy Irving. I don't know who that is. Uh, Terry Nunn, who was a singer at the time. Okay. Cindy Williams. Karen Allen. And probably the one, the only one that you're going to recognize, Jodie Foster. Oh, really? Jodie yeah. Foster. Too she, young at the time, She though, right? actually turned down the role because she was already under contract with Disney, working on two other films at the time. Okay, how far removed was that from Taxi Driver, though? It seems like she would have been too young for the part. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, she, she just straight up turned down the role. Because, well, yeah, I mean, you're going to go for... kind of too young for that part. Well, that was the point, though. Yeah, that was the point. Um, but, I mean, no, you're going to go for Jodie Foster... Because a guy shot a president to show his love for her. Right. We know. We know this. Well, that was after the Phil Collins song. What? I can hear it coming. I can feel it coming I in the air. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord! About that. Oh Lord! <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. No, I heard it was about divorce. No. No, I, I did hear that. Don't tell me I didn't hear that. Been, no, you did hear it. I was there when you heard it. <laughs> it was on VH1. <laughs> it was he, a good here, time. Here's the thing. Do you know the conditions that Car- uh, Carrie Fisher was hired? Show me your boobies and you get the part. She was, Wear a golden bikini. She was cast under the condition <laughs> that she lose 10 pounds for the role. Oh, yeah, I've heard that, actually. Lucas yeah. was an asshole to Carrie throughout the entire filming, saying that, through all three movies, saying that she she needed to constantly lose weight, um, when asked why she couldn't wear a brawl, he said, because there's no brawls in space. Like, that's literally... Well, they, no, there's no gravity. They float into it, place, it man. It lifts and separates by itself. Yeah, yeah lifts and separates. <laughs> Major support. That is horrible. Yeah. It really is. And I, I've heard she, like, attests the uh, metal bikini that you spoke of earlier from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, she, she does not like that. But it's too bad, because I've already jerked off to it. Uh, yeah. We all have. I can't take it back, neither can she. No. None of us can. <laughs> but they're no longer uh, releasing it as, quote, Slave, slave Leia. Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget the name that they're using now. Love Slave Leia. <laughs> Sexy ass Leia. Booty, Fuckable Leia. Booty Bikini call Leia. Leia. Booty call Leia. What did you say? Bikini Leia. Bikini Leia? They just removed Slave? Uh, yeah. They're, they are no longer allowed to use Slave in any of their toys. Uh, as PC as things are lately, it'd be awesome if it was like, Swimsuit Edition, Princess Leia. <laughs> I'd buy Sports Illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> this is a protest against patriarchal sexism. Essentially. <laughs> that would be good too, actually. Yes. <laughs> a little on the nose. Yeah. But, uh, um, straight to the point, man. Lucas casting unknowns. Uh, Francis Ford Cap- Coppola. Coppola. Uh, who was helping. Director of Godfather. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was helping with the movies. Uh, really? He, he did not. Him and the studio did not like that Lucas was casting only unknowns. At all, and because of it, they told him that he had to get at least one notable character uh, to play Obi Wan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. the producer Gary Kurtz uh, said the Alec Guinness role required a certain stability and gravitas as a character, which meant we needed very very strong uh, character actor to play that role. Guinness was cast, but Japanese actor Toshiro Mifune who starred in Akira Kurosawa's The Hidden Fortress, uh, was considered for the role. Hmm. Yes, Danny? Nope, you're biting your fist. Who's on the phone? 
What? He said Terry McFun. I was like, who's on the phone? Popped into my head. But I bit my fist, so I couldn't make the joke. That's okay. Now it's too late, so it's not funny. Or racist. <laughs> According to Mifun's daughter, uh, Mika Kitagawa, her father turned down Lucas's offer for the role of both Kenobi and Darth Vader because he was concerned about how the film would look and that it would cheapen the image of the samurai. At the time, sci-fi movies still looked quite cheap as as the effects were not as advanced uh, as they are today. Right. And he had, quote, a lot of samurai pride. Don't we all, though? So, to, to that, I'd like to make a point. Yes. If you can make me a list of the people and organizations and studios that refuse to work with this movie... Can you make a whole list of that so I can just laugh at them? <laughs> right? right? Imagine that check just waving bye-bye as it, it rips just, itself up. Bye-bye. Yeah. Well, Guinness is one of the few cast members who believed that the film would be in any way su- successful. He negotiated a deal for 2% of the one-fifth gross royalties paid to George Lucas. So 2% of anything that George Lucas was getting was going into Guinness's pocket. Which is, yeah, a decent amount. Yes. That's already winning the Powerball. Yeah, with the uh, power play. <laughs> it made him quite wealthy later in life. He agreed to take the part of Kenobi on the condition that he would not have to do any publicity p- to promote the film either. He's like, yeah, you're going to give me 2% of what you get, and I don't have to do shit. Yeah, I think My I'll take it. will barely be associated with this unless <laughs> I wanted it. Right, exactly. Lucas credited him with inspiring the cast and crew to work harder, saying that Guinness contributed significantly to the completion of the filming. Harrison Ford said it Quote, it was for me fascinating to watch Alec Guinness. He was always prepared, always professional, always very kind to the other actors. We had a very clear head about how to serve the story. He was young then, you (laughs) dick. He still sounded like that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) end quote. (laughs) At least you threw that in there. Um. No, that's a big thing about Star Wars. The original trilogy that everybody loves so much, and then George Lucas himself going back years later, making the prequels and fucking them up horribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, he, uh, there were, yeah. Those words we'll will never be spoken again in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us kick you out. Uh, <laughs> I've already went on about Trump. I'll build a wall around you, Kelly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're Mexican. Get and it. I'm voting for Trump. Oh, oh, by the way, Danny has been very racist this episode. No, it was an accident. <laughs> That's great. Accidental racism. <laughs> hold my beer. Hold my no. beer. Hold <laughs> my beer. <laughs> I'm going to stop letting hold my beer people on this podcast. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't learned by now. Wait. No, um, uh, but uh, that was a big thing that, like, George Lucas wasn't, like, people could shut him down because he wasn't yeah. nearly as popular as he is now. People didn't trust his vision like they do now. Oh, well, like they did in between the original Star Wars and the prequel, because they don't now either. Right. But, uh, but So he didn't go unchecked. People would stop him and be like, well, let's not do that. You know, he could still be mm. talked into doing certain things a certain way. Right. When the prequels came along, he was George fucking Lucas. You couldn't yeah. tell him what to do, so he did his own thing, and his own thing was horrible. I mean, he even did a Planet of the Apes, didn't he? No. A remake? That was that was Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton. Yeah. And it, it was bad, though. <laughs> I'll give you that. Mark Wahlberg, man. Um, oh, no, no, I know where I'm getting that information. I think that's what the studio wanted him to do. Maybe, instead I Instead of this Star Wars. I, I, I have that one little nugget of information I got. It would have been better huh. than the prequels. Anthony Daniels uh, played C-3PO. And yeah. we, we talked about this earlier, that he was not uh, originally supposed to be the voice. Right. 
Um, he he want, he auditioned and was cast as C three PO uh, after seeing uh, a drawing by Ralph McIntyre of the character. Uh, and is he the one that came with most of the? Uh... I think so. If so, it's the guy that passed away a couple of years, like a year ago. Came up with the original vision for Darth Vader. Yeah. C-3PO and everything else. And like like I said, but, George Lucas had surprisingly little to do with how great this movie was. Yeah, uh, he, he was struck by how uh, the vulnerability in the robot's face. Are you all right the there? Testicles? He's just sitting there pulling at his nuts. Uh, things needed readjustment. Uh, <laughs> and I gave it to him. And then, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Problem solver. I, I wouldn't notice, but, you know, Fingernails against denim are kind of loud. Yeah. So I kind of looked and was like, oh, he's going at it. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. a quote here, but I don't know f- who from. I forgot to put who it was from. Hold on. I got one more thing. Kelly was mashing up his pinto beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think this is a George Lucas uh, quote. I put it in my notes. I don't know why. We'll just talk like Kermit the Frog because George Lucas talks like Kermit the Frog. I wanted to make a Flash Gordon movie. With all the trimmings, but I couldn't obtain the rights to the characters. So I began researching and went back and found where Alex Raymond, who had done the original Flash Gordon comic strips in the newspapers, had gotten his idea from. I discovered that he got his inspiration from the works of Edgar Rice Burroughs, author of Tarzan, and especially from his John Carter of Mars series books. I read through that series and then found that... (laughs) <laughs> that what had yeah, don't make me laugh. That what had sparked Bar- Burroughs off was a science fantasy called Gulliver on Mars, written by Edwin Arnold. Now this is definitely uh, you almost choked on your own impression though. You're like don't make me laugh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you almost choked on Kermit the And part. published in 1905, that was the first story in the genre that I had been able to trace. Jules Verne had pretty gotten pretty close, I suppose, but it never had a hero. Battling against space creatures or having adventures on another planet. A whole new genre developed from that idea. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was like, was like Warshack doing a Kermit the Frog. Warshack from yeah. Watchmen? No, from. Uh, I'll take it. Hell <laughs> yeah. No, from Welcome Back Carter. What? Welcome Back Carter? Yeah. Warshack or Horshack. John Travolta? No, the other guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I actually know what he's talking about. Not the I'll Puerto Rican, it. the black guy, or the. I don't know what he was. Travolta. Yeah, or- <laughs> you, got a with, you got a problem with my Kermit the Frog? Could you could, oh. you, could you do that the Rorschach from the from Watchmen was like uh, you know the uh, it's essentially Batman. Swear to me. No, yeah, but as Kermit, <laughs> we should set that for next episode where you give one of his dialogues as Kermit. Oh, I would totally. That'd be fucking. I would do the opening monologue. So many burst dog stomachs! Yay! <laughs> burst dog stomachs on the car on the cement. Yeah, like it. A comedian died in New York tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. Now, which one of us is uh, going to pull our hands out of his ass? <laughs> Somebody please just pull at least one of your arms out of my ass. This is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> there are five arms up there. There's only two have... of you. I'm confused. <laughs> That's not an arm. <laughs> On May 21st of 1980 is That's when episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, was released. Yeah. Danny, give me a theme. No, hold on. Now, we are... Over an hour. Yeah. We have a nerdly debate to do that I would like to get to. So I'm thinking we put the pin in it here, and then we do Empire and Jedi on the next episode. And are we just going to say, fuck the prequels and not talk? They happened. There, we talked about them. Or did they? Oh. Could you talk about the X-Files thing? Have they what done yet? 
I've never seen a single episode of uh, X Files, so I don't know why I said that. Is that it? Okay, good. That's why. Well, that's why you wish upon a star. Uh, I was going for the Doctor Who, but whatever. Oh. That was the beginning of X Men. Yeah. A lot of them have similar beginning notes. All the great shows. Yes. Going for Rockford Files. All right. So you're old. I am old. I didn't so, have cable as a kid. I don't have cable now. Well, Talked about it earlier. In our, next top, <laughs> in our next topic episode, we're going to go through Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Which, uh, next week's supposed to be a top five, but fuck it. You're not wanting to do a top five? Yeah. Are you going to put a break in between it? We can't. Yeah, I thought that was the plan. Sure. Why not? Okay. So I thought we'd get more than one movie done in this episode, but we didn't. Me too, but there's so much information to go talk about James Earl Jones. Yeah, no, we, we did. did. You weren't here. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we forgot about him. Who's Darth Vader again? Hey, everybody. Robert here. Just letting you know what's going on. So you just listened to uh, the first half of a forced two-part episode um, for A New Hope. We had originally shot this and the other episode that you probably saw uh, that released the same night at the same time, but the size of it was way too large for us to put on our hosting website, and so I had to go through and do some special editing, and we've been forced to release it as two separate episodes. We hope you guys understand, but the nerdly debate is very... I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Danny enjoyed it. Kelly enjoyed it. Um, there's a little bit more of, hold my beer, hold my beer, you know, all that. Uh, so, yeah, jump on over to the Nerdly Debate. In two weeks, we'll hit you with the top five. And then after that, we will finish up our discussion on Star Wars, the original trilogy with Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return of the Jedi. And we're really looking forward to it, you guys. We have a lot of stuff coming down. We we're trying to make this for you. We hope you're enjoying it. We really do. So yeah, see you over at the Nerdly Debate.